Did you know there is a great selection of podcasts in the Nerdy Bunch network? Like the Nerdy Bunch, which started it all. Torn Talk, a Star Wars podcast. Amalgam, a Marvel and DC podcast. The Uwu Squadcast, and many others. Be sure to visit url.bio forward slash Nerdy Bunch to listen to all the podcasts available. Thank you and enjoy the Gamers for Life podcast. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I don't I don't I don't I don't want to get on the political side aspect of it, but it's like I don't know if I'm more proud or nervous this is where my tax dollars are going. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I've never heard presidential mention of uh, the plight of the gamers. Like, yeah, I, I, what? Like, Place two rounds of Mario Kart. My people are suffering. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gamers for Life podcast where we discuss all things games. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrell. With me is my co-host, my right-hand man, my ABXY, Arthur. Arthur, what's going on, buddy? Could be better. Xbox servers have been down all day. Really? And I have no idea how normal people have been dealing with COVID. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you can't you can't even sign into your profile. Like your Xbox turns on and it's like sign into me, and the Xbox is like I can't do that, Dave. Um, <laughs> so at the time of recording, so at the time of recording this, if you're like, oh yeah, Xbox was down a few days ago, you know, time check. That's when we're recording. <laughs> Oh my god, dude, that's terrible. Did did that start from the very like the very beginning of the day, or did that just yeah, recently? Yeah, it's like since noon, and it's like evening oh, now. Like the sun's gone away. The sun's been down. It's been bored, twiddling my thumbs, contemplating <laughs> oh, life, watching The Simpsons, eating instant ramen. <laughs> it's like a s- sad, bored man. That's all I've been doing all day. <laughs> just keep checking you, the status. You know what's crazy, right? As far as like being a gamer and like us. N- us being used to playing games without the internet, right? Like these role-playing games, basically every game that came out, you know, year, you know, decades ago mm-hmm. where we didn't have to rely on the internet. So if, if there, if there was a weird, like online, you know, like X, like a, you know, playing online sign out or whatever, it was like, okay, well at least I have electricity. I can still play this game. You yeah. know, I don't need online. I don't need internet connectivity, you know, but now everything's fucking changed right? you have to have it. Otherwise like, your Xbox is a brick, you know. So it's just like it's nuts. Exactly. Like, how, like I almost cons- I, like again how how their thing is preventing me from even logging into my Xbox offline. I don't. Ha- I don't know. It's yeah. annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Wishing I had a PS2 or something. I, I literally texted like two of my normie friends. I was like, "What an odd question." First of all, how's your day going? Second question: What have you been doing for a year? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> what have you been doing? <laughs> I've had no idea how they just go about their day. <laughs> it's okay. You guys play Uno. <laughs> can't play. I don't. I can't even log in my profile. Over. I can't do anything. I'm just I and then it sucks because I was like, "Well, let me play a PC game." And like, I just realized my cat broke my mouse adapter thing. So, oh shit! Damn. Yeah, she loves playing things that I, that I don't want broken. It's awesome. <laughs> Oh man. Well, uh, 
Before we get started here, of course, guys, the Gamers for Life podcast, each and every Saturday, we discuss all things games on the application uh, of your choice. So feel free to so be sure to like, subscribe, follow the podcast on any type of application that you uh, use. And uh, we actually have a really special guest today that I want to introduce, a uh, really awesome gamer uh, and streamer. Uh and uh, we just we just got wind of his uh, of, of of you know just just him doing his thing on YouTube, Twitch, or what have you. And uh, happy to have him here on the show. We have Tommy Two Thumbs from Swag Gaming. Tommy, how you doing, man? Pretty good, man. How you doing? Doing good, doing well, doing well. I could definitely uh, I could definitely say that you know it's been a little bit warmer in our end in California. Uh, so, uh, can't complain. How, how is it on your end? You're a few hours ahead from us. So how's the weather where you're at? Yeah, I'm, um, I'm up here in Nebraska and it's, uh, it's been pretty cold over the last couple of weeks, but it's, uh, it's getting warm. It's like 40, so we can't complain up here. Oh, okay. So you say it's 40 over here. We're like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, right. Before I got like, before I got let go, I, I used to work at a hotel, and I used to love seeing out of state uh, visitors visit Southern California and be freaked out when like native Californians are wearing parkas when it's like 55. <laughs> yeah, we rock our, and they're like, what is going on? And some guy from Wisconsin just walks out in t-shirt and sandals <laughs> enjoying, yeah, right. enjoying his California winter vacation. <laughs> That's summertime weather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember I was in, uh, I was in, uh, Waltham. Massachusetts, you know, and I was like, oh, it's a little nippy, but not too bad. Oh, oh what's the weather? 27. <laughs> you know, it's like, Jesus Christ. No, 27. We'll, we'll take that over, yeah. over what we've been having. We've been having like negative 19, negative 30s. <sighs> like it's been brutal for uh, a couple of weeks here. But it's just it's starting. The sun's starting to shine. Snow's melting. Good. See, those are the, the that's the weather where it's like that Simpsons episode where Mr. Burns and Homer they're in the cabin and they're like rethinking their lives and sanity and about to murder each other. That's the kind of weather that sounds like negative nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> fun much. fact about the episode: that's also where I realized, as a big guy, you can use your gut as a small table. <laughs> you just lean back at the right angle. <laughs> you, using your heel to hit the dip. Yeah. <laughs> chip wow. dip over to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love The Simpsons. Well, uh, we have a really big show for you guys today. Uh, this is actually recording. To actually, today we're recording when uh, the PlayStation State of Play happened. So we're going to talk about that. And then we have some uh, significant news as well. And of course, this awesome interview, you know, talking to Tommy Two Thumbs. Uh, so I uh, want to be sure we can get to that. And of course, on the Gamers for Life podcast, we read the news and you can listen to what you choose by clicking on the time codes within the description of every episode. So if there's a specific segment that you really want to listen to before anything else, be sure to click on the link in the time, co- uh, the hyperlinks within the description of every episode. And uh, if you just want to listen to the whole damn thing, you can do that as well. Just hang out with us here uh, on the Gamers for Life podcast. So, Arthur, we had this. Mm-hmm. state of play that i've been you know kind of looking forward to right you know i yeah. mean a new new video of playstation announcing you know maybe some new games maybe some new content right um, more reasons for someone to buy a playstation 5 um how do you feel that they achieved that today 
Oh, they didn't. It, it a, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, first of all, it was only half an hour. So, which means, okay, you're not getting much out of it. This isn't their A, this isn't their A game. This yeah. isn't like them showing, you know, crazy new shit. It was like, hey guys, remember, uh, we exist. Buy the PS5 if you can. Thanks. <laughs> um, uh, put it this way. Only one new game was shown. The rest yeah. was more gameplay or more more CGI cinematic trailers of games that's already been announced. Yeah. The only yeah. new original game that got announced is a spinoff, um, a new take on Five Night Freddy's called, I think, Night Shift or something. It, yeah. It was your, you know, it's Five Night Freddy's, but it's more, but it's first person and you can actually walk around and do stuff. Everything else, we just saw more of what was announced previously. Like we saw more Kona, that cool game that looks like Zelda mixed with Pikmin. We saw more of uh, Deathloop, the time travel uh, roguelike game. Saw more of Oddworld. Um, and then Final Fantasy 17. I don't know why people are so hype about that game. It's like they pulled a Hobbit. It's like for Sony years ago finally. You what? mean Final Fantasy Seven? You said seven. Yeah, the Final Fantasy Seven. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the Final Fantasy Seven okay. remake. Okay. They pulled a Hobbit. Like, how are they going to remake a game and make it into three parts? What the fuck? <laughs> like, because <laughs> so, because so, we got we got announced was more of the part two with like what is it? Uh, uh what is it called? Final Fantasy Seven remake interlude. So it's going to be a three parter. What I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely, yeah, I definitely a lot of questions here on on my end as well. So before we get to that, I do want to read this uh, this cute little description here from PlayStation Blog. Uh, they say, in quote, uh, today's state of play gave exciting updates uh, on upcoming PS4 and PS5 titles, as well as a first look at new announcements. Amongst other things, there was a deep dive of the PS5 enhancements coming to the Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. A tantalizing new glimpse at Returnal. The news that Our World Soulstrom launches on PS uh, PlayStation Plus this April on PS5, and of course to debut the Final Fantasy VII remake, uh, Intergrade. So, I I will say when it comes to state of plays, typically, typically PlayStation state of plays are all new games, similar to our, the PlayStation conference that happened last year. It is more so updates on games that we've seen already, just more so. The problem that I had. And I want to get your thoughts as well, uh, uh, to you too, uh, as well, uh, Tommy. But what my, my problem, the problem on my end was um, there wasn't really anything worth updating. You know, like like you said, you know, Deathloop. We saw we saw that game two times, right? Yeah. Last year, we saw that gameplay two times, and this showed a little bit more of gameplay. But I would have been happy if they just showed like an actual full mission because it's like they just showed another trailer. So it's like I don't need to see another trailer. I know what Deathloop looks like. <laughs> and real quick, the weird thing about Deathloop is that when they show like those in between those in between scenes of like the artsy, the artsy style, I kind of wish the game looked like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like when they do the comic strips, when they do like the comic strip style, I'm like. Oh man, is, is there a DLC where the game just looks like that? <laughs> that would look awesome. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I, I don't blame you definitely. But and then one of the issues I had too, well, you know, before I go into the other issues I have, uh, t- uh, let, let, I want to talk to Tommy about this. Tommy, what were your thoughts on the state of play in general? Did you get the chance to watch it? Man, I, I, unfortunately, I did, <laughs> and I was, <laughs> uh, I was just completely underwhelmed. And uh, 
to add to your point about the um the 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 non excitement of it, it seems like the narrator of the whole um state of play event <laughs> was uh was reading it um in a in a dark basement at gunpoint. Uh, you could tell she wasn't even excited about it. She was just like, "Yeah, so yeah, we got some exciting things. Hope you enjoyed it." Uh, oh man, it was just. Ter- I don't see. I'm not a PlayStation fan because I've been Xbox, you know, Xbox game my whole life. But I'm very, um, what do you call it? I'm very um, nonpartisan or very unbiased when it comes to yeah. my opinions. I don't think mm. that one game is superior to the other, so it's not one of those things. It's just that okay. they gave me nothing. They gave me like at the top Crash Bandicoot. Uh, okay, yep, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I just, it's just like with with the with the with the exclusives. It's like. Is nothing new under the sun. I, I want to <laughs> see some some new exclusive titles, yeah. Um, some some more exciting new exclusive titles that, but nothing jumped out to me about that whole thing, and I was I was pretty bored. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree with you, and I'm glad you mentioned the narr- the narrator function too because that was really inconsistent as well. Like the first half had some narration from a couple of games, yeah, and then the the other half was just trailers, which I felt like. I feel like the state of play was a little bit better on that end when it just just show me what you have so far that's separate than what than what you showed me before. So it's like if you're going to go either way, that's fine, but at least be consistent and and, right. and like you said, have them be like actually like exciting narration. Like I felt like I felt like they're all in a conference room and they're like, okay, all right, guys, we have a few days before we do this, you know. Okay, Sandra, you knocked this recording right. out. <laughs> She's looking like, what? <laughs> okay. It's my first day in the job. Right. <laughs> you know, so like, and then I felt like there was, there was updates on games that we didn't really need to see. Like, there's a lot of unnecessary uh, releases or just like information on additional on, on additional games. Like, I felt like the Five Night at Freddy's thing, kind of cool, but we didn't really need to see that. Yeah. Um, and then a few other games that were like that as that were that were like that as well. Like Deathloop, if they weren't going to show anything along gameplay notion, kind of really don't need to see it. You know what I mean? And then also, uh, th- some of the main positives for me, uh, mm-hmm. so- uh, Solar Ash was kind of cool. I thought yeah. Solar, I thought Solar Ash was a pretty. It was. Cool it title. was. It, it looked. It looked like it could be pretty promising. Yeah, yeah. I thought that, that was would be that pretty purpley blue game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the same people <laughs> did Hyperdrive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was pretty dope. And then also, my favorite was uh, I don't know if it's pronounced Kena or Kenna, a uh, Bridge of Spirits. That person was my favorite part yeah. of the state of play. I thought that the one was that was really cool. colorful. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I like colorful games, so like that that kind of stood out to me. Yeah, yeah. It, so that I thought that was really dope. Sorry, go ahead, Arthur. I'll say yeah, that was my favorite. That's that's all saying like the quote unquote Pikmin game. Yeah. <laughs> she has all the little she has all the little buddies that transform and stuff. Right, and, exactly. and the karate, uh, what was that? What was not the karate, but the uh, the Japanese Seafood. title? Seafood. 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 Oh yeah, that was. Oh yeah, that was another. Okay, fine. I, I said they only announced one new game. They announced two. Uh, that was the other a new announcement. Seafood, which did look. They cool. could have just given given us a seafood trailer and then been been done with it, and, and <laughs> that probably would have been way better than this whole thing. Yeah. Did, did anybody else think? Okay, drawing. I think you've seen this movie. I think I think you've seen this movie. It's a really good movie. Have any of you guys seen the movie Old Boy? 
Yes. That sounds familiar. Did anybody else think they were making Old Boy the game when they showed the hallway fight scene? I was like, (laughs) is this Old Boy? Like, what am I watching? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of, yeah, it was a little different, man. (laughs) I was like, okay, like the camera angle is the same. Like, you see the, you see the hallway from his perspective. You see the hallway from the side. Like, there's no fourth wall. Uh, but what else I'm about Sifu, though? Let's go. <laughs> well, is he just walking down hallways, kicking ass the whole time? Is, is that the whole point of the <laughs> game? Because I, I didn't monitor, get anything dude. from that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that idea did look cool. I'm like, okay, you're getting older, you're getting older. Like, oh, you're getting more badass. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, yeah that game did look good. I forgot. Yeah, it looks interesting. I thought the trailer was kind of weird, but I did like the fact where it's like, okay, so it's kind of like a beat him up a little more, like actually more serious than like a Yakuza, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I'm curious to see where that, where that definitely goes. And you know what, Arthur? I'm actually, I'm a little more interested in Returnal um, showing right. it on this end, right? I, what, how do you feel about it? Yeah, because when we first saw Returnal, it was like a 10 second, this game's going to exist sort of clip. Yeah. And now it's like more of it. I think that was I th- in terms of showing more of games we've already seen. I think that one and Odd World were the only yeah. ones that did well. Of here is more of what we've already shown you. I didn't yeah. think I learned more, got more excited from Deathloop. I don't think I got more excited for Crash Bandicoot. But yeah, your Returnal and Odd World, I think both were the only ones that kind of li- kind of did add to what we've already seen. Yeah, like they actually did their job, right? Like they had the, <laughs> those are those are traditional state of play type of uh, trailers. You know, it, it's it's weird that they started with Crash Bandicoot just because like the game is out. Like this, the whole part of the whole point of state of play is supposed to be for games that aren't out yet. Like this game is out. You're just talking about additions to the PS5 version, which I thought was weird. Yeah. So. Odd stuff there. When, so I mean, uh, oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. I keep cutting you off. Sorry. <laughs> no, we, we, it's all good. And I was going to say because because you mentioned PS5, I feel like the only thing they added to, to the PS5 version of the Final Fantasy remake is slight like textures and lighting. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> there's that side. I was yeah. like, oh, the lighting looks great. Good. <laughs> they just had a dimmer switch and turn it up like oh <laughs> yeah the side by side fog i'm like you motherfuckers are not <laughs> having a trailer right. talking about hey guys we've up the fog right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, i just want to make sure i was the only one that, i just want to make sure i was the only one that noticed that I'm like oh the lighting looks better and the ground looks more groundy yeah <laughs> right and, and and to your point, Arthur, when we talked about, I think we talked about this on the second episode as far as for Final Fantasy Remake, they're doing a remake on 30% of the game. Like this is... They're pulling <laughs> like the, the Hobbit. The, the yeah. Hobbit's one book, fuck it, three movies. Final yeah. Fantasy Remake, one game, it's in the name, Remake. Right. Fuck it, three games. So we have two, right, exactly. So we have two remakes right now. You know, one that's slightly more polished, but it's still not the full story to your point they're doing a Hobbit. So it's like, guys, like, come on, man. Like, I, I know I know it's been tough for Square Enix, but you guys really need to just finish this fucking game and start rolling it out to us. <laughs> and so I, and I, I thought it was going to be just part two. Like, OK, that's the rest of it. But like, so even the name of it makes it think it's the middle. I can mm-hmm. say it's not interlude. What'd you call it? What's it inter- uh, interlaid in- or something? Intergrade. Yeah. Yeah, see, it just that just screams part two 
of three. Mm. <laughs> right, right. Because I thought it was part two. And then when I looked it up, it was like, nope. <laughs> but, oh, okay. <laughs> Pulled a hobbit, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then the last thing, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on this too, Tommy, but I feel like they've solidified the same point that we've kind of discussed the past couple of episodes at the end of this state of play. I didn't feel like I wanted to run out and buy a PlayStation five. That's, that's why, I, that's why I laid with it. Because when, when all the hype was coming out about uh, uh, PlayStation five, Xbox one X, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I've been strictly Xbox since X, the original Xbox. And mm. before that it was dreamcast. I haven't had a PlayStation in forever. So I was like, man, I might be considering getting this PlayStation. I'm hearing good things about the PlayStation. Um, I know they got some great exclusives um, as far as like traditionally, you know, you, um, historically or whatever. So I'm like, um, yeah, I, I don't see why I wouldn't get this PlayStation um, if it came out. Uh, I'm, I'm swaying towards it because, you know, a lot of my friends are all on PlayStation and things like that. So I'm like, I mean, why not? It's, I mean, the game is a game. Uh, yeah. But after what I'm seeing here from this from from this little uh, state of play, I mean, it's not giving me any type of new excitement to go out and run and get a a, a PlayStation Five at all. Like, yeah. I can definitely wait till the price drops one hundred and fifty dollars at this point <laughs> if I'm going to yeah. get one at all. You know? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right because you know we we Arthur and I were, Arthur and I were talking about this, and we're like the biggest issue right now is that you know we're a lot of people they they have, they do have these consoles, and they're like, okay, so. Looking forward to that next big <laughs> next gen title or current gen title, you know, and they're like, oh, it's guess what? Like, where is we're, it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're making we're making a remake on the game you already have, and you get to you get it for free. I don't want I don't want a, what I already have that's a little nicer for free. I want a new PS5 game that I spent five hundred dollars on this new console. Right. But shout out to the game developers who missed a very good opportunity with these new new um new consoles to 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 roll out like a GTA six maybe I mean yeah. like <laughs> come on like yeah I, I thought yeah. we were gonna get something with these new consoles it's like but I mean we're not get getting nothing great yet as far as like next gen you know game yeah every oh. yeah. Yeah, I think the oh sorry one I'd say one more thing, thing and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I'll say something but uh the 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 I feel like for the last the past few uh, generation launches there hasn't been like that one game like to your point Tommy as far as like to to come out with the system that's been like right. true next gen experience a right. very you know lengthy game I feel like the only game that's really done that and it, it still is a shorter game that we all unfortunately that we all thought it was going to be uh, is the Spider-Man Miles Morales like that was like full right. on like but even that one they 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 kind of like half lied to us they're like oh it's on PS4 as well wait what <laughs> I thought this was PS5 exclusive oh no it's on PS4 as well and you're just like looking at your PS4 in the corner <laughs> it's like what the fuck did you do i'm uh, sorry go ahead arthur no you no. It, that, that thing it's like when it comes to like hey what'd you do with this it's like we all got shit you know we all got things to say it's like and it's like this company keeps giving us reasons to save my money <laughs> like <laughs> they keep t- they keep telling me so look at this new game for ps4 and now it's like all we're hearing for the ps5 and arguably arguably to a point the xbox the new xbox but at least for you know what we've seen today it's it's all we're hearing is ps5 upgrade Hey, do you want to play five hundred dollars to play the game you already have, but right. with better lighting? <laughs> like what? Five hundred dollar lighting? <laughs> um, that's all it is. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you're cause, cause previously, like I say, previously day one titles were a big thing. You know, Gerald, you know, Gerald, you know, you and I were at GameStop during the last console release. And though some of them had like arguable titles or launch, you know, you know, debuts, but last gen, there was a, a decent handful, like handful like you more, you can count with more than one hand of day one exclusive launch titles. Yeah, here it's like again, they just keep giving us like this. Sony keeps giving me reasons to not give Sony my money. Yeah, again, yeah. like Miles, like the whole Miles Morales thing. That was such a big fuck up, even with the whole Twitter thing. Like I don't know if you remember Tommy, but the, like they debuted, they debuted Miles Morales, and then mm-hmm. like that same day, some Sony exec put on Twitter like. Oh yeah, it's just like partial expansion, and that one tweet like confuses shit. Everybody, they're like, "Wait, so is this a DLC to the You're game? Right. Is this a four-hour standalone?" And that finally got quelled. But like again, Sony just keeps shooting themselves in the foot of like, "Don't give me money." <laughs> they're, they're in danger, and they're in danger of becoming the um, the the iPhone of uh, consoles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a new and camera. It's better. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's a five hundred dollar. It's a five hundred dollar flex <laughs> right <laughs> and that miles morales thing like kind of pissed me off personally because it's like the one like the one game in a while that has a black protagonist as like the center of the game oh it's a mini it's a mini game like what the fuck <laughs> it's like are you kidding me right. <laughs> are you kidding me it's, it's like, game-ish can we- can we have anything anyway? Um. <laughs> uh, you're just, uh, he, he gets a three hour DLC. Fuck it. Right. <laughs> it's like whoever that Sony, whoever that guy that tweeted that. I'm just like, uh, anyway. So I'm going to transition this. So uh, because we're talking about the reasons of why, you know, Sony keeps uh, doing this to us as far as, you know, uh, of us not wanting to buy a PlayStation five and heck maybe something is going on uh, of things that we don't know about. There is a story that just dropped today uh, that makes a little more sense as far as for this current generation that we keep calling the next generation, but the current generation that's having a pretty slow uh, steep here. So according to uh, games radar, they say in quote PS5 and Xbox Series X stock problems due to the COVID-19 pandemic are being investigated by the Biden administration uh, reports Reuters. Says here President Joe Biden uh, pledged a 100-day review of supply chains as well as $37 billion yesterday to fund the legislation that will accelerate manufacturing for chips used in the PS5 and Xbox Series X. The shortage of semiconductors have also affected production amongst U.S. automakers, pharmaceutical companies, and major other manufacturers. The scarcity, which extends worldwide, has been, ex- uh, quote, end quote, exasperated by the pandemic, end quote. It was the main topic of the conversation between Biden lawmakers yesterday. Uh, they say I'm direct. Uh, he said that I'm direct in quote, I'm directing senior officials in my administration to work with industrial leaders to identify solutions to the semiconductor shortfall Biden announced. Congress has announced that the bill uh, announced the bill, but they only need 37 billion to make sure that we have this capacity. I'll push for that as well. Uh, end quote. And then it says here just for a little bit on the conductor, 
says, hopefully we improve the supply of the semiconductor chips will increase the production of PS5, Xbox Series X, and Xbox Series S, as well as the high-end graphic cards for PC. Uh, the U.S. semiconductor firms are responsible for nearly half of all chip sales worldwide, but only 12% of those chips are made in the U.S., according to Games Industry Biz, end quote. So I thought that to be really interesting as far as like, hey, there's this one chip that like everybody's using and we don't have it anymore. So that's why you don't have any more consoles to sell. Right. <laughs> you know, so like that's just I find I found that very like kind of like it's slightly insightful, but just kind of like, well, what does that mean? You know, what are your thoughts on that, Arthur? Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing because <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Joe Biden plays Mario Kart one time and it's like, great, let's get a PS5. What the fuck do you mean they're out? Fucking $37 billion. Give me a goddamn PS5. <laughs> it's like his nephew was upset. It's like, oh, not my fucking family, goddammit. No, it's like, it's like, he's like, he's like, fuck you, Camilla in the blue shell. Let's play, let's play, let's, you get the most boxes. And Crash Bandicoot 4. What do you mean, Best Buy's out of, what do you mean, Best Buy's out of PS5? $37 billion. Go. Give me fucking PS5. It's like, I'm the president, goddammit. I can't get a PS5. Dude, that's some shit I would do. It's like, Mr. President, we're out of PS5s. What the fuck did you just say? We're in the middle of a pandemic. The nation needs to save money. 37 billion. What? I said executive order. Go. <laughs> it's like the most craziest <laughs> baller shit ever. <laughs> Man, it's crazy. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, damn, hashtag four more years? <laughs> right. These <laughs> guys just game us, vote. AOC's over there playing Among Us. Man, fuck PC. I fuck with console. What do you mean they're out? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. <laughs> yeah it is, and then it's just kind of crazy too like in retrospect just like if the president is talking about this shortage of consoles like it just shows how much money like this bleeds into the economy and like mm-hmm. how much like money these consoles are making but yeah that's all that's hilarious <laughs> like I, I don't i don't i don't i don't want to get on the political side aspect of it but it's like i don't know if i'm more proud or nervous this is where my tax dollars are going yeah, it's like <laughs> I've never heard presidential mention of uh, the plight of the gamers. Like, yeah, I, I, hey, what? Like, Place two rounds of Mario Kart. My people are <laughs> suffering. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's like I don't know what to be like proud or afraid at the same time. <laughs> no, right? Like if you'd have just said on a blank statement, they're putting funding to look into this. Cool, but the fact they put the number thirty-seven billion, goddamn! <laughs> calm down, yes. Wal- calm down, Joe. Walmart will get some in a few months. Okay, <laughs> shit. Yeah, I was, I was, I was thinking of uh, before we go to the next segment. It's funny. I was thinking of this uh, meme where SpongeBob is like looking at like a person that has like a cut out of Joe Biden's face. It's like, hey, Joe, come here. And the next, the next thing is like closer. Oh, closer, closer. And it says, I want my fourteen hundred dollars. It's like, I need this so I can buy these PS5s or Xbox Series X that are shortage right now. <laughs> That's funny. 
Oh, man. That is, Tommy, Tommy is right. Tommy is right. Though. I can't think of the last time it's like heard a president talk or like it concerned for the plight of gamers. Like, I mean, oh, exactly. I've heard people My like people. bring up in legislature, how gaming is ruining the kids' minds and all this other stuff, but yeah, never like, violent, Oh, they got a shortage. We're going to sign executive orders to get you guys some more materials <laughs> for your game. Like, I don't get it. I just don't, I'm not understanding. He must, it must be a real slow week for them. In the White House. <laughs> <laughs> Must be a slow week in the White House. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just had some had one day just to knock back. He's like, ah, oh, now if I can play that game on the PS5, um, Mr. Barry, we don't have any PS5s in the White yeah. House. What? <laughs> it's I feel like you like planned an impromptu like gaming marathon LAN party. It's like, okay, we're done with Mario Kart. <laughs> LAN party. <laughs> like, just <laughs> flips his shit <laughs> god Kamala takes forever to get online shit <laughs> Man. oh god so uh, moving on here uh, to the next segment I found this really interesting this kind of just t- ties to uh when it comes to video games now kind of diving into the TV series business here uh, says here from Variety, uh, says here, quote, a live action series adaptation of the Twisted Metal PlayStation game franchise is officially moving forward. Variety has learned. says here that Sony Pictures Television and PlayStation Productions are developing a series based on the Twisted Metal vehicular combat games, the first of which was released in 1995. It was originally reported in 2019 that Sony was interested in developing a series based on the games. The new series is described as an action comedy based on an original take by Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, the writers behind the Deadpool films and Zombieland. Uh, Twisted Metal is one of the most beloved franchises from PlayStation, said uh, Asad uh, Kizilabash. I apologize for mispronouncing the name there, sir. Head of PlayStation Productions. Uh, says here in quote, we are thrilled to have such a great team working on bringing this iconic game to life for the fans. Uh, end quote. Uh, I'm a little nervous about this. What are your What are your thoughts on this, Arthur? Um, the fact that it's being made by the people behind Zombieland and Deadpool. I hope it's not like it probably will be though. I hope it's not like I forget what the rating is. I think it's TV thirteen because that's the thing is like uh, in the last episode we we're talking about <clears throat> how Mortal Kombat's going to be rated R movie. And that makes me super happy. Yeah. So it's like. The main character is a, is a clown whose skull's on fire, <laughs> and he, he kills he kills people with his ice cream truck. It's, so it's like Jeffrey Dahmer, the game. Um, <laughs> so, I'm again, I'm happy but nervous. Yeah, like it's because yeah. even like again, it's like the say one thing like the people behind Deadpool and Zombie Line behind this that makes me excited. But as we know, they have restrictions based on yeah. you know, corporate. So it's like, how much will Sony limit these writers? Or like what are like you know again like what can what can they do to make this bad? That's what concerns mm. me. Okay, what what are your thoughts, Tommy? Well, I'm uh, actually super excited about this. I thought um, I thought they were uh, announcing when I first started to read the headline. I thought they were announcing a new um, a new tw- a new version of Twisted Metal for next gen console, but. Uh, uh- Again, they, yeah. Another missed opportunity by Sony. Um, <laughs> well, that would have been dope, right? Like just a yes. whole revamp of the game with like a more open world scenario going on. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what's going on. And not only are the um the uh, the creators of Deadpool and um and, and Zombieland involved, but the uh, also the people who brought back um, Cobra Kai. Uh, that's on Netflix right now. It was on YouTube before. 
which is Girl, a show man. that I surprisingly enjoy. Like, uh, oh, it's a great, great show, great, really show, good yeah. show, really good show. Uh, it gets corny at, at certain moments, but they make up for it, you know, too. So um, I'm just hoping that the uh, that that uh, that team. It seems like an all star team. They got together to uh, to put this thing together and make it come to life. I'm hoping that team uh, they they don't miss the mark on uh, on the opportunity to make this a really like badass like live you know version of uh, uh, everybody's favorite game as a you know as as a kid you know um, yeah but I got high hopes I, I got high hopes I think it's gonna be dope nice nice yeah I think for me the biggest uh, my biggest I, I am excited my 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 slight apprehensiveness is to do to uh, the budget for the game, right? Oh. So, like Last of Us, like because because as as uh, you know, most of everybody you know knows the, they're they're doing the TV series for the Last of Us, and um, you know you can uh, you can arguably say that that's going to have a pretty significant budget, but if we're talking about twisted metal, we're talking about cars blowing up, we're talking about explosions, we're talking about all this like kind of mass chaos. That's a huge freaking budget, right? So uh-huh. like yeah. from 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 that perspective, like the the series has to do really well in order for them to continue to support it from a financial basis. So that kind of worries me in general. I feel like from a, from like a story perspective, I'll kind of take what they, what they, what they give me. Hopefully it's not too awful. Um, but as far as for like the longevity of the game or the, the, the TV series, like it seems like very hot, like very expensive production. So like, I'm So like it really has to do well, you know, uh, otherwise they will cut this thing, especially if it's incredibly expensive. I want to say even like even like shows that didn't have nearly as much explosions. Like I remember Breaking Bad at one point, every episode was like a million dollars to like in production. Like it cost a million dollars every episode. You know what I mean? So like imagine something as crazy as like Twisted Metal where cars are blowing up to to you know, to deliver. So that's kind of my thing where I'm a little worried about it, but I'm curious to see what they give me. So <laughs> we'll see. I, w- I wonder how many characters they're going to bring in from the other series. Cause the last twist of metal was twist of metal black. And I think that's actually the best in the series. Oh uh, yeah. A lot of like people agree. Most, that was a, like the darkest one for sure. Before it was like, fuck it. Here's a storyline. We're blowing it up and it worked. And then, and then black <laughs> made it like real, like one of the characters was this kid whose dad was a taxi driver and his dad died and he brought him back to life, like Frankenstein oh, wow. style, but well, like more, that's like Frankenstein and more like robot controlled on a, like a with remote controller. Hmm. And so when you're in the car, the driver seats, the de- this dead zombie, like dad and the passenger seat is this, is his son controlling him with a controller. That's wow. so it's like, I hope they bring a handful of characters from Twist Metal Black because almost every original character from Twist Metal Black was super fun. Their, their stories are super fun to play. There was like this nine-year-old girl put in a sane asylum because uh, she heard voices, but there were actual real demons, and that's like her special. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought, and I'm glad you brought that up, Arthur, because I thought the series is going to lean towards Twisted Metal Black. You know, like uh, have it mirror the same kind of like eeriness, like Priest, like that was out for uh, uh, AMC. Um, yeah. But, you know, the fact that there are these writers from Deadpool, you know, in Zombieland, it makes you think they're, they're trying to take a little bit more of a comedic uh, approach yeah, to it. you're right. So we'll see. But, yeah, I and, and again, to your point, Tommy, like you said, Sony, if you're listening, 
give us a fucking twisted metal, man. <laughs> yeah, just give us the game. Like at, at least, like, and, but just do it better. Like, you know, I mean, make it, make yeah. it, make it make sense for like 2021. Like we're in 2021. There's so much that can be done with these video games and that they're, they're, they're pretty much like not straying too far away from like the basic, uh, the basic nostalgia. They're going for the nostalgia play, but they're not going for the, uh, the, the technology play where they can make these games more open and immersive. Like, yeah, that, that's what I, that's what I'm starting to see a pattern of Sony. Yeah. Get your heads yeah. out your ass. <laughs> Some life yeah. advice right there, Sony. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Tommy T thumbs giving it to you straight. All right. So uh moving more so on the Microsoft side, uh, according to Tom's guide. Found some interesting information here regarding to one of their quote unquote uh, current gen uh, models for the Xbox, the Series S. Uh, it says here that uh, the Metro Exodus developer uh, just gave gamers a big reason to skip Xbox Series S. This is the title of the article here. It says here in quote, when Microsoft officially unveiled the Xbox Series S as a cheaper companion to the Xbox Series X, it seemed like a masterstroke. Here was a way for consumers to experience next-gen games at a price that was $100 lower than the disc-free PS5. But some worried that the cutback specs alongside Microsoft's pledge that the Series X and S will support the same games would cause problems for developers down the road. And in a recent interview with uh, WCCF uh, Tech, 4A Games Chief Technical Officer uh, Alexander Shalovskov, I apologize again for mispronouncing your name, sir, seemed to confirm this. So he continues to say that, in quote, the RAM is not an issue for us currently, but the GPU performance presents challenges for future titles, he says, in quote. The Metro Exodus developer said, in quote, our current renderer is designed for high spatial and uh, temporal resolution. It is a statistic by nature. Uh, says here, in quote, Dropping any of those would require us to do more expensive calculations, dropping dropping performance even further. We have a compromise solution right now, but I'm not satisfied with it yet. Uh, end quote. So just to summarize, it seems like the GPU of the Xbox Series X S was sacrificed along with the production of it, obviously making it cheaper for, you know, a decent amount of the marketing mix that they marketed towards customers. However, you know, like I was saying, Arthur, I feel like this is more of a reason why they're going to be, why they're going to be discontinuing the Xbox Series S pretty soon here. Um, but uh, give me your thoughts, Tommy. What are your thoughts on as far as, you know, the Xbox Series S, do you think that, that it's going to stand the test of time alongside the Series X, or do you feel like it's going to be kind of uh, slowly but surely discontinued like 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 what I think? <laughs> Let's go with my conspiracy thoughts. Stay woke, man. Um, this was the whole play the whole time. They didn't really want you to pay less for their product. So, yeah, let's make the uh, the cheaper product shitty so you really um, have a, every reason to buy the, uh, the more expensive product, duh. And mm. also you get what you pay for. And it seemed too good to be true at the time. I was like, wow, is that much cheaper than the, um, the um, other version of the PlayStation? That's that's interesting. And uh, but I had my eyes on it like something. Maybe maybe uh, maybe I mean, what's the difference? I was trying to find out, like, OK, what's the big difference between this and the what stopped me from getting the Xbox Series S in, in, instead of the X? And yeah. that's what's stopping you. <laughs> yeah. You know Cause I remember, yeah, because I remember Phil Spencer was like, 
man, this game runs Minecraft really great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and what what system doesn't run Minecraft really great? It runs great on mobile too. So what do you say? Like Man, for a ten year old for a ten year old game, it just looks great in this next gen console, doesn't it? <laughs> right? More the same shit that Sony was giving us. Right, yeah, here, play yeah. all your old games on this new system. <laughs> Get that what new Xbox you? new console upgrade. What are your thoughts around this, Arthur? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because yeah, because like Tommy said, when when it came out, I'm like, that's a huge price drop for a slim. A slim is yeah. normally like a decent price drop. But I'm like, wow, do they like not want to make money on the Series X at all? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and then they said. Oh, actually, the current gem, the current one of the current gem models is more powerful than this one. Wow! Um, <laughs> then what? <laughs> right? <laughs> like what like, just uh, happened here? <laughs> yeah, it's that's like that's that's like the equivalent dropping a PS5 Slim and saying, "Oh, but it's it's least powerful than the PS4 Pro." Huh? Right. <laughs> then why is there a five exactly. on it? <laughs> right. <laughs> why does it have the new name on it? Call it the PS4 Semi Pro. <laughs> yeah. You, just, you yeah. wipe it off and under the, under the latest is PS4 Pro. <laughs> Son I'm of just kids. I'm just confused. Now it's like every time we see an X, every time we see like a trailer for Xbox or something, it's like next gen and it's like the Series X asterisk. It is right. next gen that's least powerful than current gen. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully they get their uh I almost I almost bought that too. I like I was I almost bought or I almost pre-ordered the series the slim. Mm-hmm. And then like and then that's that's when that's when they and they release the information that like, hey, if you actually break down the numbers, <laughs> it's not as powerful than some current gym consoles. Yeah, the one X is more powerful. The one X, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you dodged that bullet. <laughs> yep. Both yeah, you got to do your like, homework. Got to do yeah. your homework. It's like, hey, this is really cheap for some reason. There, there's nothing wrong with it at, at all. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this Lambo is this Lambo's pretty expensive, but that Pinto. The Pinto is fucking dirt cheap. <laughs> I just, I just imagine some, uh, some old Asian lady in a, in a, in a uh, sketchy uh, alley talking about, come, come, I have new Xbox. You want new Xbox? I have new Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this, it's like, oh, you don't want to be more powerful than that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> same yeah. thing. Did you just sell uh, me a big cheese grater? Right. <laughs> this is a goddamn air fryer. <laughs> I mean, an air but fryer is amazing. It's great, right? I could use one of those, but not for fucking three hundred dollars. How much was it? <laughs> it's like the next gen summed up. It's like, do you want the new router or the new cheese grater? Fuck. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. So, uh, speaking of uh, speaking of, I guess just the world of Xbox. I don't know how to transition this, but unfortunately, one of these titles that was, uh, you know, they were shooting for the, the I don't say I don't know if shooting for the fences is a, is a, the, the appropriate term or the correct term, but uh, one of these games we thought was going to be, you know, something that maybe they can make even better in the future uh, because of its bomb. Uh, it seems like they're throwing in the towel on this. So EA and Bioware appear to be quitting the game Anthem. So it says, according to Verge, 
says, in quote, after putting a pen in short-term updates and expansions to focus on a longer-term redesign of the game, uh, in quotes, uh, EA announced today that it will be canceling its planned revamp of the game Anthem. Uh, uh, I guess it was going to be called Anthem Next. Uh, but the company plans to keep Anthem's live service running uh, as exists today. Uh, it says here in quote, in the spirit of transparency and closure, we wanted to share that we've made a difficult decision to stop our new development work on Anthem next. Uh, end quote says Bioware executive producer Christian Daly said here in a recent blog post it says here in quote, we will, however, continue to keep the Anthem live service running as it exists today and quote. Says here, Bioware does have other projects in the works, including Dragon Age 4, according to Bloomberg's Jason Schreer. Uh, the small team was working on Anthem's redesign, will now be working on the sequel to Dragon Age. End quote. Uh, so before I kind of go on my tangent here, Arthur, what are your what are your thoughts on this whole thing? Couple things. Um This is just a nail in a coffin to remind people like Bioware is not the Bioware we remember. It's, and that's and that's not and that's not something that's not a shot at them. I still say Bioware started going downhill the second EA got involved. Um, um, again, again, this is opinionated, but like my favorite Mass Effect, like in like story wise and originality wise, was Mass Effect One. That was the only Mass Effect before EA got involved. Mass Effect uh, EA got involved in Bioware after the release of that and the release and the huge success of that game. Um, in regards to Anthem. It just sucks because Anthem is a fun game. Like we you know, we yeah. you and I played it a lot, a lot together. Drill Anthem is a fun game. The downside: it's fun for like two days. Yeah. Like, if you put two days in worth an Anthem, you beat the game, and that's it. They 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 pull the Destiny one, and what I mean by that, I don't know if you remember Destiny one, but Destiny one was after you beat the game, there's like these like raids you can do. And to unlock the next raids, you have to do the same four raids like a hundred times. And yeah. that's what Anthem did. Anthem's like, you beat the game and here's some high level areas to go to. But before you do those, you have to do the same three missions like a hundred times. And looking back, there are red flags. This is odd. This is really specific because <clears throat> it's an EA involved game, right? And day one, yeah. there were like, this sounds weird, but there were like no microtransactions when they advertised microtransactions. Here's what I mean. It's like picture a game launches and you know, there's going to be microtransactions and you open up, you open up the microtransaction store and it only has like five things has like two colors for your robot and like two emotes. And that's it. Uh, And you're like, what? And this is an EA game. (laughs) Okay. I mean, like I, you know, I mean, you know, drill. You know, you know my opinion on my, you know, you know my opinion on microtransactions to a point. But it's still, it was like yeah. looking back, it was a red flag that like, why is it that on day one, they're they're the HUD, you know, the HUD keeps reminding you, oh, you need this, check out the store, and you open the store, it's like four things, and that's yeah. it, that's all it was day one, and you're like, okay, yeah. So if I spend twenty dollars, I've bought every, if I spend twenty dollars, I've bought every microtransaction transaction in the entire game. Okay, <laughs> that was just that was just weird to me looking back on it. Yeah, I've yeah, well uh, before I before I'll I'll go last. What what are you, what are your thoughts, Tommy? Well, I've never played Anthem before. I remember seeing it in my Game Pass a couple of times. And um, what is it? Is it is it like a Destiny style game or, or what? 
like yeah it's like yeah it's like a sci-fi loot loot shooter it's like it's like destiny yeah. but it kind of gave people iron man ish feelings because you can jump into your robot and fly around but I, but what i will um say um about based on what you've said about how the item shop what didn't have uh much in it uh from day one and um and just the fact that these um that 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 bioware is willing to step away from uh developing uh this revamp of anthem it doesn't seem like they uh saw any potential in making any improvements on the game that would be significant enough to even waste their time uh uh, trying to develop it out um, to a certain extent, and it seemed like that from day one. Uh, according to what, uh, what what you just told me about, you know, the, the item shopping, you know, the little things that you noticed, it seemed like uh, they didn't have a plan for longevity for this game. They just had somebody had a cool idea, they went with it, and uh, but it wasn't fully fleshed out. It seems like, and this yeah. was the attempt to uh, to to finish what they started, and it, they just got nowhere with it. It seems, yeah. Yeah, I I would I think that's a really good point, Tommy. And um, I, there's, there's a couple of points that I have on this for Anthem. I mean, I am I am sad about this just because uh, uh, for a few reasons. But let me start from the beginning. As far as for you know for what you said originally, Arthur. As far as you know, Bioware is not the same you know as it was you know, and that's very true you know. And I always look back at the old school Bioware where. They, there was it was really the golden the golden days right i mean you had jade empire you had the kotor games you had mass effect you had dragon age one two and inquisition which were all actually really good even when when ea was kind of you know getting into the doing being ea you know uh dragon age 2 and inquisition there was just so very good games mass effect 3 you know uh as far as the you know despite the ending very good game uh but you know i i always i always think of Bioware is kind of like the Lakers, you know, like you had like the golden days with like Kobe, Shaq and, and everyone. And like, that's when like all these games were being made. And then nine years of nothing happened. <laughs> that is where Bioware right. is making shit or just like games are like, this doesn't this seem like Bioware, it's, you it's know, okay. this game's okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The game was right. fine. Doesn't seem like it, you know. And like the Mass Effect Andromeda's and like you know anthems are kind of into that nine years. We're like, well, what the hell is happening? Um, but I do think I think it is very smart of Bioware and EA to make this conscious decision because I think they're starting to listen a little bit more as far as okay, we need to really get back to basics on like really investing into these titles that have a lot of, you know, powerful uh, acclaim, you know, from the crowd or from the the gaming community focusing on on Dragon Age uh, 4. I will say, though, I wish they wouldn't just expunge of Anthem entirely. I feel like they should just give it to another developer. Give it to Respawn. Right, like give it to oh. respawn to Titanfall. Have them make Anthem. Like those are amazing, pe- amazing developers. They can they can make this shit incredible. You know, I just feel like even though the game was very hollow, you know, like I remember like you, me, you, uh, or uh, Arthur, you, me, and then Victor. You know, we would do our our Iron Man like <laughs> fly, yeah, poses and fly around and like kill things. But the game was still very hollow, you know, uh, you know, in retrospect. So it's as far as have a different, just have a different developer work on the game and give them, you know, a certain time frame or whatever. But I almost wish that they wouldn't just dump the whole damn recipe into the trash. You know, yeah. um, I think that is a mistake personally, but I, I do think it is smart that they are deciding, Hey, 
you know, let's let's focus. Like we we can't fuck up Dragon Age Four. Like you know, I, I'm glad that they made that decision. Um, yeah, I'm just a little salty on them just fully dumping out Anthem entirely and just you know and just fully uh, stepping on it. So, Drill oh, with with Anthem, real quick. <laughs> I remember one gripe. I think everyone had that played the game because again, it's a fun game. You know, we had fun. It just, again, just mm. wasn't like, like Tommy pointed out, you know, you can see how they had no long-term thing for it. But yeah. one issue was in the campaign, you're the, the, this veteran soldiers reminiscing of the battle, this one fort. And you're like, Oh my God, I can't wait to play this. Oh my God. There's like all these jets and at out looking walkers and lasers. And I can't wait to play it. And the cutscene keeps going. Okay, cool, cool. Is this where I jump in the suit and the cutscene keeps going? Okay, is this when am I <laughs> when am I gonna relive this memory? And the cutscene ends and the cutscene ends, you're like I didn't get to fucking play that. <laughs> like, I, didn't, I didn't get to play future. I didn't get to play future Iron Man D Day storming the beaches. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like that. That from Jump, that game had no meat in this taco, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, man, that was a cool cutscene. But uh, it's again, it's like, it's like, cool. Let's make a World War II game. And okay, oh, D Day's their op- D Day's the opening. Yeah, it's a great cutscene. It's a great what? Yeah, DDs are gonna be a great cutscene. You can't play it. No, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a really a really pretty cutscene. Oh, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's like you will never see this awesomeness again. Yeah, I mean, it's like, oh man, like, oh, I'm gonna fucking kill that robot and kill that robot. No, <laughs> we're gonna show you. It's like the enjoy this cutscene, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like saving in your YouTubes. <laughs> yeah, I just exactly. I just remember that I was like a big that was like people that liked the game, people that hated the game, that was like one thing we all agreed on. Do you remember that one cutscene they showed you for like ten minutes you couldn't play? Yeah, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And then moving on here before we get to our uh, quick uh quick break here. Uh, I thought this was very relevant, especially for you, Tommy, because I know you've done a lot of uh, streams uh, on Fortnite. So according to Fortnite Insider, it says here, uh, talking about uh, the new leaked skins for Fortnite, uh, Ripley uh, and the Xenomorph from the classic Aliens franchise will be skins for Fortnite. Uh, and they continue to say here in quote, as always, there's no information in regards to when the new alien Fortnite skin will be coming to the item shop. However, we'd assume it'd be available either tomorrow, uh, the 26th, uh, which will be yesterday as far as the release of this episode, uh, or on Saturday, which is today. Uh, after these two skins are released, it appears that there will be one new Hunter skin that we'll see released before the end of Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 5 in the middle of March. Uh, we'll let you know in the comment section below. Oh, let's know in the comment section below if you'll be picking up the Xenomorph for uh, Ripley Fortnite skins and quotes. Um, so, uh, Tommy, if, if, if you're not aware, Arthur and I, or at least uh, Arthur has been kind of hearing me yell about this. I feel like the power of Epic Games and how much money they've been making with Fortnite, they're kind of slowly but surely ruining these franchises that I find very close to my heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like you have, you know, oh yeah, Predators. Let's just make him a skin on Fortnite, you know, and like 
I'm like one of the one of the one of the biggest fans when it comes to like the Alien series, specifically Aliens Two. Right. Uh, you know, and then they they and then half of these fucking kids playing, I feel like don't even know who Ripley is. Right. You know, they're like, oh, this seems like a cool lady, and then you have the Xenomorph. Oh, this seems like a neat alien. You know, but like the significance. Of like me being a '90s kid, like the significance of like watching like aliens and all that stuff is such a powerful thing, and, and to have this in this game, where half of the kids they don't even they don't even know where the reference is from. I mean, what are your thoughts on this? Does this kind of do you feel like they're kind of deteriorating or kind of like uh, making this more like caricatures of like the content, or do you feel like it's kind of a cool thing and it might encourage people to kind of go back and to check out you know those movies or whatnot? Um, it will definitely not encourage people to check out the movies <laughs> and you are absolutely right. These kids have no, uh, point of reference for any of these skins that are coming out. They just, they just jump on the hype train when the uh, boomers like myself get excited over the skins. <laughs> um, they don't appreciate it. They don't deserve it. They don't value it. Um, so that's, that, that's that little part of the rent. But, um, that being said, um, sometimes the skins are cool. And sometimes they're not. Uh, I would have rather not wanted to see this particular us uh, uh, because um, actually skins have released as of as of now. The, the skins have released. Of I've I've seen um, a couple of uh, my favorite uh, Fortnite streamers uh, going through the item shop, and the skins are apparently out uh, oh, okay. or whatever. Oh, cool. Or uh, at least they're out for uh, certain streamers. But I I think I think they are in the item shop. But um, the they're underwhelming, uh, in a sense, uh, especially the uh, what's her name, uh, Sigourney Weaver's oh. character. Oh, Ripley. Yeah, Ripley. The Ripley skin. I mean, is that they didn't give you anything special. The back bling is a um, a, a kitten caboodle, a cat holder, uh, because I, apparently she had a cat in the in the movie uh, Alien. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So the accessories that they're coming out with these games are, um, are, are lackluster. They're not putting too much thought or effort into it. Um, they're they're not really they're, they're missing the mark on certain things that they can add to the skin to make it uh, to make it cool and make it like uh, give you even that more of that nostalgia feel. Uh, because um, I don't know if you guys seen, but they did recently release uh, Chun Li and uh, Ryu uh, yes, in the item shop, yeah. which are That's amazing, right. amazing. Chun Li thick though, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. But, um, <laughs> yeah, they released those, and, and those were a hit. But I think they uh, they have they run the risk of like, well, not run the risk. They they're just overdoing it at this point. Like we didn't need a whole Marvel um, uh, crossover uh, season. I, I think a lot of people liked it. I did not. Um, so that's there's there's my hot take on the on the whole collab thing with the uh with the the licensing of all these uh your favorite brands. It's just a money play at this point and um yeah. they're going to make money regardless and at this point Fortnite barely cares about the community. So it's it's kind of sad to see them selling out like this uh to a certain extent and not at least not giving full effort into these ideas uh of bringing these characters into the game. Hmm. Interesting. Well, that's that's definitely good. Uh, you know, great insight as far as that being in that world. Because I'm, I'm not within that world. I'm not looking forward to get into it. But kudos to you, most definitely. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, what, what what are your thoughts on this, Arthur? They they couldn't make her backpack a face hugger. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> something right. Like if you're gonna do if you're, if you're gonna do my girl rippling for at least make it worth it. Right. 
Like, oh, it's cute. It's a kitten. Oh, oh where's the emote of that little thing? The little, the little alien thing that comes. Is 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 she the one the where the alien pop, the thing jumps out of us? Blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think where's at this point, I think at this point, they're just like, they just, they just, they should just rename it the game as like pop culture, the game, pop references, <laughs> the game. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they got all the TikTok dances as emotes. They got all the uh, all the cross collaborations from all your favorite uh, games Do and you shows. Do you want to see Ryu like fighting a xenomorph while getting ganked by Master Chief? You can. We <laughs> <laughs> oh, forgot Master Chief's there too. Oh my like, god, dude! Like, like I said, just like like you know, it's like it's like these people again. Like that's what you're saying. Like, God, we have the money. Let's just throw a dart. Let's just throw a dart at a wall. A pop here. It's like, hey. It's like I could just picture like somebody just throwing a dart, uh, like it's throwing a dart at a board, and like what pop culture movie or thing do we land on? Um, oh fuck it, Tree Fighter, Chung Li Ryu, cool. Uh, who what are these what nerds? Who are, I just want to know who are these <laughs> nerds? Like, and I don't mean nerds in the in the good way either. Like, who are these people in these in these offices that are making these decisions and and not like the community is like on? If you see them on Twitter, we're screaming at them like, hey. Fix your game. Do this. Do that. Oh, wow. And they're like, you know what? We know what you can use. Uh, no, no. Okay, so this is the biggest thing about Fortnite. Uh, they take away the pump shotgun and give us a shittier version of uh, a pump shotgun, which is a lever action shotgun. Every single season, they do this to us. I think they're just doing it to to, to, to just fuck with us at this point. It's like, yeah. we'll take away what we want to take away, and you'll still play the game, bitch, and you'll like it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, they're just toying with us. They got so much money, they don't even care about the community anymore. All they care about is the little kids um, who still quite enjoy the game for some reason. Yeah. It's like, it, yeah. it's like, oh man, they really want us, like, this gun, this one gun feels really overpowered. Oh, this one mechanic we took away, people miss. Um, does little Billy still have access to his mom's credit card? Okay, cool. Right, <laughs> right exactly. Fuck off. It's like it reminds me. It reminds me of the Chappelle show. It's like yeah, every yeah, yeah. every HR every HR response to the community. What should we do? Fuck them. That's right. Because yeah. fuck them. That's yeah. why I have the yeah, it's, like, oh yeah, it's like why should we do that? Fuck them. Because fuck them. That's why. <laughs> That's exactly the attitude right now. I mean, they try every now and then they throw us a little bone and try to you know try to feel feel like they're reaching out and uh and respecting the community or whatever. But I understand. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, their business it's about making money. But it's just cheesy. These these new skins that they're introducing that have any everything to do with every nostalgic uh memory from my childhood i i just read an article right now uh because you're or like a clip of one because we were talking about fortnite in the back of, and you know drell and i drell and i and our mutual friend victor we all just beat we just we all just beat gears of war five and yeah. that game came oh, out really? september that game came out september of 2019 it oh, wow. has, it's not even been two that's not Apparently, Xbox has not even hinted at when they feel like, or Epic Games has not even hinted at when they feel like doing Gears of War six. So I'm just sitting here like, I'm just sitting here like, is this why? Fuck it, this why? This is still, is this still why I can't Gears of War? Why I can't get Gears of War six? Oh yeah, y'all fucking with Ripley and Xenomorphs and shit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like bioware is like bioware is pulling pulling their developers from uh anthem to work on the new dragon age game oh uh, well now i got so i'm kind of, kind of okay with but then it's like 
you know, it's like anybody raising their hand, Gears of War 6, shut up. <laughs> Come up with new skins. <laughs> right. <laughs> more <laughs> skins, more skins, more skins. Can we put a focus on looking at the mechanic of the game? Go fuck yourself. Make another skin. Right. <laughs> hey, sir, me and my friends, like, we've already, like, kind of thought about ideas for Gears of War 6. Go fuck yourself. Make another skin. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. Like if I see if I see like John McClane from Die Hard, I'm just gonna lose it. Oh my god! You know he's next. You know he's next. You know he's next. Fortnite. And here's the here's the thing about Epic Games too. They'll blatantly rip off shit, and they just won't get sued. Yeah. Like remember remember their dances. Uh, Remember they stole those dances from rappers and musicians. Uh huh. uh And they're and they're like think about and and people are trying to sue them and they're like yeah it's different. They're like it's actually not different at all. It's a hundred percent that. That's a hundred percent. That that. They're dance. like, so what? Fuck you, come at me, bro. <laughs> their defense, literally, they're not wrong, dude. That's what it was. They, their defense was we named it differently. Like right. I can do the Macarena. The Billy Rock is the Millie Rock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People were trying to sue him. Rappers and dancers, oh rappers, dancers, and musicians were trying to sue. I Fortnite. don't blame them, dude. It's like, where's my fucking bag? You guys are gonna appropriate our culture, put it in a fucking Fortnite game, and they're gonna give me ten grand, five grand, <laughs> well, with something I, epic. Give me free skins for a year, goddamn it. Something. The timing, because the timing of the lawsuit was in February, so it was like during Black History Month, and like Snoop Dogg's dance from Drop It Like It's Hot uh-huh. got ripped off. And again, they're like, "Yeah, we named it. We, we, we named it differently, so we don't. We don't nah, have to." It's, it's the floss. You, you, you're totally wrong. It's the floss. Don't worry about floss. it. It's not the same. Snoop Dogg's famous floss. Like, yeah, man. It's like Fortnite. Just Fortnite. It just oh. has all this money. They just don't give two shits. Gosh. Right. Don't give so much more angry. I'm so much more angrier about Fortnite than before I started this conversation. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the thing. Like right when Fortnite blew up, everyone's like. Right when Fortnite started like hitting hitting the news, like it was like this, it was like this phase where it was like becoming this really really popular game amongst the uh-huh. <clears throat> gamers. Everyone's like, let's play Fortnite, let's play Fortnite. And then when it first started hitting in the news, and they're showing clips of it, like I said, all these musicians and people are like, hey, why is my dance in that game? <laughs> Fortnite's like, I know what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> <laughs> It's like their friends are like, hey, bruh, I don't know if you uh, <laughs> did this uh, up, but uh, your dance is in the game, my G. It's like, what the right. fuck? <laughs> Yeah. You know, and I, I don't know, and I don't know how Travis, uh, you know, uh, uh, Travis Scott got away with it, man, because he made millions of dollars from his Fortnite concert. You know, they, sure they pay who they want to pay. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like he did, I, he has the cheat code, man, because he right. made even over twenty million dollars over that Fortnite concert. So it's and I'm sure Marshmallow, call- Marshmallow had a big one. I mean, okay, yeah. so so here's here's some bail for Fortnite. They're live events. I've never seen anything like that. In, in in a game, just a live event, the the way they can throw a live event and make it so interactive and and, and just like just it is it's great. But uh there, there's a lot to be said about this uh this money grab that they're going for. They don't even need the money at this point. That's so exactly like they, they have enough money to fund uh to 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 build the best version of um Gears of War six that you've ever seen in your life at this point. <laughs> in any other game Epic wants to uh throw out there. I mean that they're, they're set, man. Fortnite has yeah. put them like on the map and they are serious. You know what I'm saying? That like it solidified them in the in the history books. So they can they can do so much good with all these other games that they felt that, that they refuse to uh 
you know, tackle, but um, I don't know, man. I'm just picturing. I'm just. I'm just picturing news like the Rockstar headquarters and Epic Game headquarters are both making um, extensions to their to their headquarters, but no one knows what it is, and they're both like fucking Scrooge McDuck vaults, so they could just jump into their piles of money. <laughs> yes, man, so much money. <laughs> like, like how long did Rockstar milk? Uh, get, get, I mean, they're still milking it they too. They still uh, are. Remember the, the last the last GTA. Sony con- the last Sony conference they announced GTA Five for free and P- for PS Five players. I'm like, Wee. shut your mouth, <laughs> shut your mouth right now, <laughs> Rockstar. Like, give us goddamn GTA Six. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, my yeah. When does it stop? All right, so uh, we're gonna take a very quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk to Tommy Two Thumbs Swag Gaming. Uh, just kind of his, uh, just kind of what he does, you know, as far as uh, the, uh, the gaming life that he lives. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. All right, folks. So. Uh, of course, as you know, if you've been listening for the whole episode, uh, we have an awesome guest here with us today, Tommy Two Thumbs from Swag Gaming. Uh, and again, Tommy, I appreciate you uh, hanging out with us here on the episode, man. Thanks for thanks for being on the show. Man, I appreciate being here. Let me just say this um, while, um, while we're here. Man, this um, this podcast is literally like the... Uh, the the last infinity stone to my infinity gauntlet because I listen to like all <laughs> kinds of podcasts but it's I've I haven't found a, a a gaming podcast that I can listen to that's as engaging as this one is and it's um I mean you got your comic relief and author you got your your, your information and your um and, and and your support and your uh just the the way you you know narrate and lead the podcast and Jarrell and you guys talk about things that we care about as gamers in the community you go in depth you give good insight uh you you keep it unbiased and it's just it's just a great uh thing that I feel like um I'm not sure why it's I mean I'm I'm like a graduate of Google University trust me and I've been googling (laughs) like gaming podcasts all over the place and this is the first one I ran across that I can actually listen to every single week like faithfully and be looking forward to new episodes so congrats to y'all man thanks man appreciate it dude appreciate it that that means a lot that means a lot man absolutely appreciate it thanks so much put that Um, in the Instagram quip drill (laughs) i got more work to do exactly exactly so tell me about uh, t- tell me about yourself man so how did you start uh how did you start getting into gaming i know you said you said your 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 go-to console was uh xbox is that right yeah but it starts further back than that so uh what you guys okay. have to understand about me is i am a, um i'm a 40 year old gamer man I'm a 40 year old gamer, so I I go back to the days of Atari. I, I can mm. remember as far back as like the 80s, um, uh, early 90s when uh, my dad um, would he brought he brought this Atari in the house, and like me and my brother just sat in front of our big clunky uh, tube television for hours playing Pac Man and trying to uh, and trying to and trying to master Donkey Kong. So um, I've been. Um, Gaming has been a, a part of my life for pretty much my whole life, uh, as far back as I can remember. Uh, but awesome. yeah, um, more recently, yeah, um, I went from Atari to uh, 
uh, NES, Nintendo Entertainment System, you know, Mario Brothers and all that. And yeah. I, I pretty, pretty much witnessed every single phase of gaming. And I had, and it hasn't been like something that I've lost passion for yet. It's just something that I think, um, and, and kids out there, um, look at me and, and look at where I'm at right now as far as gaming uh, and just know that you'll never grow out of it. So <laughs> no, no, no matter what nobody tells you, just game on, like straight up. But yeah, Xbox was my game of choice up until I bought a PC. And Okay. Uh, wow, wow. You know, l- l- let me ask you this because, you know, since you've, you've kind of been through – You've you've been through you know the the most important you know points of of, of the game of gaming in general as far as from the you know, the Atari, you know you have the, the Super Nintendo you know had a Dreamcast even I even had a Dreamcast folks yeah hey Dreamcast <laughs> was a shit man it was, it was a lit. shit for a while it was a shit for a while definitely you know rip, rip, um, rip Dreamcast hey you're bored right play play the memory card what you heard me <laughs> you heard me. Play that memory freaked card. me out. That freaked me out when I was like, "Wait a minute! There's a game console inside of a game console." Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess it's like, what are your thoughts on like as far as where gaming has been and where it is now, and where do you think it can it can improve? That's a good. I know question. it's a big question. Yeah, good question too. And I've never had to think about it up until like right when you were asking that question, and just. I mean, uh, I don't know if this is the nostalgia effect, uh, the nostalgia effect for me, but like I remember when gaming was about gaming, if that makes any sense. Like it was about the experience for the person that was playing the game uh, more so. And I mean, I, they they still give you that same. Ex- I mean, certain games they 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 do hit, but um, mm-hmm. it's like anytime you anytime something becomes wildly successful, you can expect. Uh, greedy corporate people who are very out of touch with the community itself to get mm. their hands on it and um and not not in a sense ruin it but kind of oversaturate it or water it down. So while mm. there is so many great games out there to be played and um so many different ways to game now from mobile to the Nintendo Switch, Nintendo's still out there kicking and, you know, doing their thing to PC yeah. gaming, uh, VR. I feel like there's a huge... Tesla. Te- right? <laughs> <laughs> Tesla gaming. Well, I heard some stories about that. Well, uh, yeah. there, there's a huge gap in what the c- gaming community wants mm-hmm. and what certain uh, certain uh, games and, and developers are providing the community. Although it's great, I'm not. I'm not complaining overall about where gaming is at, but I, I, there is a gap. There's a gap. There's a noticeable gap between what we want and what they're giving us. You mm. know, interesting, interesting. And then you know, obviously, a lot of the videos that I've seen you play uh, or that they've you know put on like your your YouTube page and everything, uh, playing Fortnite. Uh, I guess the million dollar question: what what drove you towards that particular game versus? You know, like PUBG or whatever the other ones are that people play these days. What yeah, drove you towards Royals. Fortnite? Yeah, um, the Battle Royales. Well, um, I'm a, I'm, I'm in. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about signs off mic uh, earlier. Uh, <laughs> I'm an Aquarius, and Aquarius are like sort of like dreamers and in 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 like very imaginative. And mm. when I first um, got wind of Fortnite. Um, I, you know, I, cause I'm just like anybody else. I probably was scrolling YouTube and saw a bunch of streamers going crazy over the game, hyping it up and stuff like that. 
back in when it when it dropped in season one. But um, the thing that stuck out to me about Fortnite um, when I when I first started playing it, it gave me a and and this is probably like the wildest take and probably, nobody would ever make this comparison, but maybe they would. It gave me like a Borderlands feel in a sense that uh, it just had this uh, this colorful um vast world that you can explore and um and also kill shit you know what i'm saying like it gave me a borderlands i don't know why i got i got borderlands vibes and borderlands 2 is probably one of my most my favorite game of all time you know mm, uh, borderlands 2 I, I love borderlands 2 and so i just got that vibe from fortnite for some reason i just just the landscape of the way you know the map was laid out was like oh this is really cool um and yeah and i've never played battle royales before before i uh played uh fortnite battle royale that genre was new to me and it, mm. it, it just was cool because um i've always tried to play games like call of duty and stuff like that but um it i found the games to be too fast for me and uh for some reason fortnite was like um a beginner's uh, a beginner's intro to like uh you know, uh, PVP shooter games for some mm. reason. Yeah. 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 It's funny, man. Yeah. Me playing Warzone, It's like, all right, uh, it's, it's been uh, seven fucking minutes. I finally have, you know, like everyone finally connected to the, to the team I'm playing, you know, play for five minutes, get killed. And then it's yeah. like, Oh, you can fight your way out to get another respawn. I die then. And then yeah, I'm yeah, spectating. Yeah. I'm like, man, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. I die, I die at every chance I get. I, I, Cause I, I mean, Warzone is a cool game. Don't get me wrong, but like it, the kids are too fast for me, man. Like, I don't know. <laughs> they, they just are. No scope you. Uh, I mean, like, I just, I'm just not, I'm not the no scope guy. You know, I can't get, I can't pull off the no scopes and the fancy stuff like that. Also, uh, the difference between Fortnite and, uh, and those other uh, type of battle royale games is, of course, the building aspect of it. I thought that was way cool. I was like, man, I've yeah. never seen anything like this in a game in my life. This is so crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's the uh, if, if if there's anything that I can give Fortnite kudos for, it's definitely incorporating a Minecraft ish like you yeah. know type of a mechanic within a, a battle royale is pretty dope. Tell me about your your journey as being like a video content creator, you know, streaming games. I know Arthur and I we just started kind of getting into this for the Gamers for Life podcast because Arthur he he manages the stream yeah. uh, page for Twitch. You end up doing a lot of Sea of Thieves stuff, and you know I've seen a lot of your videos, which are very well done. You know, very cool, very funny, and entertaining and engaging. You know, like how is how has that been for you? Uh, you know, doing the content creation, you know, alongside doing the gaming stuff, the streaming stuff. Well, the content creation part came from being an adult, and um, mm. <laughs> you know, basically saying like, okay, so I'm gonna sit in front of the TV or in, in front of my monitor and play games for hours at a time. Um, I also don't like um, I don't like working uh, eighty hours a week to uh you know to to provide and you know in in and put food on the table and take care of the family and stuff like that. So uh wow, why don't I just start a YouTube channel and uh and, and stream the game that I love and I play for free anyway and try to see if I can create something and build something that uh not only I can, you know, make a little residual income off of someday, but also something I can uh, get my kids excited about because um I grew up um, in an era where, you know, 
they they say you were riding your brain if you were watching too much TV. Don't play too much video games. It's pointless. It's, and now I'm see you seeing kids like across all all genres of games play competitively and and make content and you know put their stuff online. And some kids are making uh, five times more money than I'm making uh, on average. Yeah. You know, playing these games and stuff like that. So not only for me to make a little extra money for myself and um and uh you know set a goal for myself to become a content creator because I do I do enjoy it. I think I, I don't enjoy anything more than streaming right now. It's just a fun uh like you know interpersonal uh vibey situation where you can like you know play games and 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 have people watch you that are kind of like interested in what you're interested in and just interested in watching you have fun playing a game that they also love. So that's the dope thing about it. But for my kids, especially because I got, mm. um, I got teenage kids down to, you know, down to, down, down to grade school kids. And, um, and I'm, I encourage them to, to do whatever it is they love, whether it's gaming or whatever. I don't, I don't believe in putting any type of limitations on them, uh, in saying that, Oh, don't, don't waste your time doing this. Don't waste your time. If they're going to do something and, and they really enjoy it, I'm going to tell them, well, how can you make that work for you so that you have uh, so that you can find a way to either monetize it or build a future off of it? Or what uh, or what can that can that spawn an idea of something that that you maybe later on down the line can see yourself doing, you know, when once, once you grow up? Because I don't believe in hindering a child's imagination at all. Um, so that's that's a big, big part of it. Just doing it for my kids. And I hope uh, one day that the uh, swag gaming brand is a. Uh, uh, a family brand and I can hand it over as a business to my kids and they can nice. run it and take it to the next level. Nice. That's really cool. That's really that's insightful. Cool. I feel like, I feel like a lot of, I feel like, uh, I feel like that's not said enough, you know, today. Uh, did, did you, uh, did, did you have some Arthur? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not, you know, like productive. Um, I was going to ask the question, <laughs> are you one of those gaming dads that when your kid beats you like in a modern game, you're like, no, nah, let's go. And you like slap in some golden eye. And just like try to school them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I've seen those memes. I've seen those memes. <laughs> and, uh, no, and, uh, uh, and to be honest with you, uh, I, like my um, okay, so I have a a 16 year old that plays Fortnite, but mm-hmm. he he plays Fortnite because like he he came uh, one summer he came uh, to visit me or whatever because he stays uh, in Louisiana and I'm up mm-hmm. here in Nebraska. And he came yeah. to visit me. He wasn't even playing Fortnite before, you know, before I put him on it. And so yeah. I'm actually a little bit better than him. Well, I was a little yeah. bit better than him. He's probably better than me now because he's in school and he doesn't have a job or responsibilities, you know, whatever. Uh, but no, I, I'm competitive. Like, I don't, if you beat me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep practicing and and, okay. and 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 you know, keep going against you until I beat you. Uh, <laughs> we gotta run that back. Because like, because I feel like. I feel I feel like there's a natural gamer instinct is like when someone comes to your house and so it's like oh you're playing this oh, I'm the best at that and like right. before they finish their sentence you hand them a second controller be like you're gonna walk into my house and like act like you're better than the game I'm playing okay so right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then I'm thinking like man how does that conflict when it's like oh it's my flesh and blood no, no, no I still gotta prove it no I sit down <laughs> no, no we compete we compete we compete we going creative and uh and, and open up a box wars and uh and go at it yeah no I have no That's problem awesome. uh showing them what's up <laughs> but they yeah, uh they, they, they my cool. kids uh call me names like Tommy two bums when they kill me <laughs> they tease me <laughs> it hurts my feelings <laughs> Jack. Jack. 
Yeah, uh, so let's go again. <laughs> right. I like I like how you mentioned how like you know how you don't hinder kids' imaginations. Then I think I think for a lot of people, depending depending when they got into gaming, but I think arguably for the most of us, regardless of when we grew up, I think for the most of us, we can we can say that we we got into gaming when we were young. Right. You know, and like I still remember playing those first early games that Baby Arthur's brain went, "This is better than a movie." You know, what right. I mean? like, like we all had that memory of like, oh my, this is amazing. Like, this is I want to keep more of it. Oh my god, there's a sequel. What? And like, and you go to school and you talk about like, you want to talk about the game with your friends. But you can't do spoilers. Be like, okay, what chapter you want? Okay, I'm not going to tell you what happens. But can you like hurry up because we need to talk about this? Or like, <laughs> even because that's even still now as an adult. I remember when Mass Effect Three came out. And I was like texting all my friends, like, "Hey, fucking message me when you beat it, so we can talk about it." <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and yeah, so I definitely, yeah, I definitely, definitely respect that, and I definitely can relate to that when you say, "Hey, you don't hinder, you know, a child's imagination," and like gaming just opens up a whole new world for that. Um, like previously in that episode, we had another streamer, another streamer, and, and um, like gamer on social media, um, Haley, and she was, you know, for her, how she's majoring in uh, web design. She's studying, she's doing web design and how like, yeah, I heard gaming, it. Episode, yep. Gaming like inspired that transition. You know, like, so you said like, Hey, t- what can you take from this hobby to make it, you know, like yet, yeah, like they take this hobby, take this passion and learn from it, build and build on that. And so, All right. So now with, you know, college nowadays, I remember when my university, I went to UC Santa Cruz, I'm a banana slug. That's in Northern California. I remember when my okay. university made the news because they had a, they have a major in game design. And our mutual friend Victor that we're talking about—that's what his—that's what his major. In. He is a college. He has a college degree in game design, and even though it's game design, the things used for that, he's now he's now he's now stationed in Okinawa. He's now stationed in Okinawa in Okinawa in the army because he's like to over greatly oversimplify it. He's like high up IT. Don't I say support, but involved in that on the base. I remember he texted me one time of something happened and it's like, Oh man, who is the highest level guy that has to fix that? He's like, Oh shit, that's me. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so, so again, so taking, you know, so like Haley and like, you know, what I think a lot of people are doing more and more nowadays that not only the technology is there, but the education's there to take, to take yep. this hobby and passion into an education, into a career. I think that's All right. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think it's definitely dope, man. And just with the with the with the internet, the way the internet is doing right now, like you can there's there's no limitations for uh for, for kids uh coming up and young people coming up these days. So I, why would you place a limitation on your uh on your kid in any way? If he loves to play video games, explore it. Man, why does he love to play video games? What it is is it about video games? Like my 16 year old I just mentioned, he um he wants to actually be a video game developer, which I think is the coolest thing in the world. Like yeah, uh, nice. For me to be able to one day possibly play a game that my kid developed, that would, that would, that would be awesome. <laughs> can make the next, can make the next uh, Among Us, right? You know? <laughs> right, exactly. And that game took so. man. How much effort did that game take? Let's be honest. <laughs> that was four people. Like that Among Us was four, four people, and they've made four people money. millions of dollars. Yeah, I don't know if y'all watch these guys named RDC World, uh, mm-hmm. but they they did a, they did a, a parody on like how video game developers be making games uh, compared <laughs> to like you know how, how how the serious ones like 
is it, it, they, they they did like a comparison like guy spends a billion dollars on the game the game you know uh it flops a dude uh, <laughs> the dude spends ten dollars uh with him and his buddies in uh in the basement making a game and and the game blows up <laughs> and, and the guy who spent the developers spent all the money on the game and like how did you what, you must have spent billions of dollars on the game nah really we just made it in like two hours was a drill we were talking last episode about valheim is like the number one selling a game on steam of the year so far and it's made by like what yeah five people yeah yeah it's yeah it's like 10 people they've already made four like four million dollars within like three weeks of its release it's it's insane crazy Um, insane so something i just thought of i don't know i don't know because we're talking about joe biden games Oh, we're just because we're talking about Joe Biden, like mentioned gaming, and we're like, oh, that's you know weird for a president to mention gaming. I just re I just re remembered um, one of Obama's initiatives was uh, I forget the exact phrasing, but I think one of his initiatives was every kid can code, and which is like, fire. Which is that's awesome because like I was talking, to one of, I was talking to one of my mutual friends. And it's like not to get too much into it, but like arguably speaking, any any job in the next ten years to ha- is going to involve is going to have technology around it so mm-hmm. if you can if you again so if you know coding web design game design um things like that that's gonna be a damn nice thing to have on your resume <laughs> yeah. not a promo but there's this app called uh grasshopper i'm pretty sure uh, most people have heard of that teaches you like step by step how to code and i'm definitely gonna get um this summer when school is out i'm definitely gonna uh, get my kids involved in uh the grasshopper awesome. app whether they want to code or not i just think it, it, it'll be a cool skill to learn yeah, that's, I, that's dope. I, yeah. I think like that's one thing like every like marketable research can can like or, or like they can agree on. It's like oh yeah, next fifteen years, uh, some type of background in like again tech is right. going to be a nice a, a very high a high what's not not I can't remember the word high demand high demand job. Yeah, yeah, high demand. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Definitely. You're absolutely Definitely. right about that. Um. So I had two last questions for you, uh, Tommy Two Thumbs, uh, because you've because you you've had you know you you've had you've been accustomed to playing so many games from so many different uh, console generations. Tell me your favorite game, and then tell me what game uh, that you're looking forward to next. So first, what, what what is your favorite video game that you've played that you hold hold all dear? Um. You know what? <laughs> okay, uh, I did don't, say Borderlands say Two. <laughs> no, no, I did say Borderlands Two earlier. Borderlands That's Two right. is, is one right. of my favorite games of all time. But awesome. awesome, there's this game that hardly nobody knows about. Uh, from it, it was on the original Xbox. It's called Scarface. The world is yours. Ah, uh, <laughs> that game Scarface. and that soundtrack are amazing to me like and you go around like just just shooting shit up and and, and you know and selling dope like you sell dope <laughs> in the game like you pick up yeah. drugs from one spot you drop them off to your club that you bought and, and and you push dope through the city and you fight other gangs and take over their territory and sell more dope and i don't know why but i just love that game that game is amazing <laughs> and I, nice. I got an old xbox right now that i dug out of a, a dumpster i don't know if it works I, I dug it out like a couple of years ago but um I, I i dug it out specifically to see if i can um get it working and buy that game scarface nice <laughs> very nice very nice yeah i know that was a, i know that was a, that was kind of like a cult classic when it came out um, big time it definitely yeah. was, man. Me and, my, me and my brother had so much fun playing that game. 
it's it's an amazing game to me. Nice. Uh, and then, of course, uh, one of the last games, what, well, last questions. What, what is a game that you're looking forward to in the future coming out that you're excited for? Uh, man, that's a that's a tough question. Uh, the 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 short answer is, um, I would love to see. Um, I would love to see the uh, what what GTA Six has to offer. Uh, we've been hearing yeah. like little rumors and little teasers about possible development of the uh, GTA Six. Uh, yeah. I want to see what they do with the next gen consoles as far as like the online platform uh, of GTA Six. I want to see how different and how more um, how much more evolved the role play uh, version of that would be. Uh, uh, because the GTA Five role play is something that's become big in the community, uh, the GTA Five community. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I definitely be looking forward to uh, uh, see what GTA Six has to offer. But the game I'm most looking forward to hasn't been invented or even thought of yet. Uh, nice. So uh, whoever whoever could come out out with that game, it, it would be amazing. And uh, that that type of game would be uh, an open world game, uh, RPG style game. With uh with 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 real life aspects to it, but also, I'm talking about real real life aspects to it. Like you live an entire life. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, like not 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 Sims, not cheesy like the Sims, but like cyberpunk meets uh like cyberpunk meets Fallout mm. meets Sims. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would like to see that type of game uh in the future. Well, shit, man! With the with those grasshopper skills, maybe you can uh, <laughs> cold something up. Yeah, they could cook something up, man. <laughs> Having a Among Us version of that game whipped up in like ten minutes. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Where's the bag? <laughs> Cheesy graphics <laughs> with all the elements that I want. <laughs> Oh man, very cool. Well, uh, Tommy Two Thumbs from Swag Gaming, it's been uh great pleasure having you on the show, man. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for for being on the show. We, we, we Arthur and I definitely appreciate it. I appreciate you guys having me, man. I'll say I'm definitely a forever member his his forever advice to Sony. Get your head out of your ass. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much that sums it up for Sony. Yeah, <laughs> that's all they got to do. Just take that, uh, remove head from ass, <laughs> and get some shit done. <laughs> and we give you the real, the real talk here on the Gamers for Life podcast. Uh, so that'll that is gonna wrap up the show here for today. Uh, again, be sure to check out the podcast on the streaming app of your choice: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, what have you. Uh, every Saturday. Arthur and I are bantering it up, talking about all things games. Uh, again, my name is Jarrell Powell and my co-host, uh, Arthur Thomas. That's me. All right. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs>